Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the podcast. I'm Elisetta, and I'm here today with my beautiful friend and co-host, Carly Griffiths. How are you, Carly? Hi, guys. Yeah, I'm good, thank you. How are you today? I'm good, thank you. Um, today's episode is directly related to our previous episode about Caesars. If you haven't listened to it, we recommend you do so that you can gain some more insight about the causes and the ways you can help someone having a seizure. Before we start discussing all of this, again, we want to say that we are not medical professionals and the knowledge that we're sharing is based on experience and research. The purpose of our podcast is purely to educate others and ourselves. Please talk with a medical professional or someone close to you for diagnosis and help. Now, after the disclaimer, we can begin. All right. For whoever listened to our previous podcast, we did men mention epilepsy and Tourette syndrome so both of which are going to be the main focus of today's episode exactly so would you like to tell us about epilepsy carly so from last episode we know that seizures are bursts of electrical activity in the brain the temporary affects how it works just a quick announcement guys this information is being taken directly off the nhs website and seizures first aid from cdc.gov seizures work as they cause a wide range of symptoms, but epilepsy can start at any age. They usually start in childhood or people over 60. It is often lifelong, but can sometimes get slowly better over time. So seizures can affect people in different ways, depending on which part of the brain that they involved. But possible symptoms involve uncontrollable jerking and shaking called a fit. Losing awareness and staring blankly into space, which is known as an absence seizure. Becoming stiff. Strange sensations, such as rising feeling in the tummy, usually smells or tastes, and a tingling feeling in arms, legs, or collapsing. Sometimes you may pass out and not even remember what happened. So I think it's really important to find out what causes epilepsy. With epilepsy, it's actually not as straightforward as this. So epilepsy is usually electrical signals in the brain that become scrambled, and they're often seven bits of electrical activity. This is what causes most seizures. But in most cases, it's actually not sure why this happens. It is possible it could be partly caused by your genes, which affect how your brain works. So in around one in three people with epilepsy, they usually have it because a family member somewhere along the line also has it. Mm -hmm. Occasionally, epilepsy can be caused by damage to the brain, such as damage from a stroke, a brain tumour, severe head injury, drug or alcohol misuse, a brain infection or even a lack of oxygen due to birth. But I just want to just mention that the list that I just reeled off, they're not common. They are like something that may happen, but usually it's just something random or something triggered by something like stress or hereditary reasons. Mm -hmm. So please don't freak out if you'd be diagnosed with epilepsy. It does not for one minute think or mean that you have these. This is also just another reminder that we're not health professionals and that we're only researching into these illnesses and problems to raise awareness. Please seek medical help if you or someone you know might be having symptoms of epilepsy or another condition we have spoken about in our series. So I also want to touch on how to help people with epilepsy. So these are general steps which we also spoke about in last episodes of how to help people with any type of seizure. So you need to stay with the person until the seizure ends. After it ends, help the person sit in a safe place. Once they are lit and able to communicate, tell them what has happened in very simple terms. Comfort the person and speak calmly. Another thing I need to mention is speaking calmly is the main thing that you need to remember to do. Yeah, definitely. Because it's so important to not freak them out any more than they probably already are. You also need to comfort the person and speak calmly. 
Speaking calmly is the most important thing you need to do. You need to comfort them. You need to comfort the other people around them because it can be a scary situation and people freaking out on top of it is not going to help. Please also remember that this person needs to get home safely. So you need to call a taxi or another person to make sure that they do. Just another reiteration from last week. Never do any of the following. Do not hold the person down or try to stop his or her movements. Do not put anything in the person's mouth. This can injure the teeth or jaw. A person having a seizure cannot swallow his or her tongue. So it's really important to not put your finger or spoon in their mouth just to make sure they don't swallow their tongue because this is a myth and this cannot happen. Another point of, we're apparently myth busters now. Yeah. So anything that people are unsure about, please just ask and we will research into it for you. There are times when people have a seizure that you do need to call 999. So call 999 an ambulance if someone's having a seizure for the first time. If the seizure lasts more than five minutes, if they've had a lot of seizures in a row, or have breathing problems, or seriously injured themselves. Over to you, Alizetta. Right, so that was really, really interesting. Thank you so much, Carly. Thank you. And we're going to pass on and talk about Tourette syndrome, which also, as you mentioned about epilepsy, it is something that passes from generation to generation, and I'm going to mention that later on. So according to the British medical journal Vol 347, Gillis de la Tourette syndrome, or just Tourette syndrome, is a tic disorder that is often associated with behavioral symptoms. Tics are defined as involuntary, sudden, rapid, recurrent, non-rhythmic movements, which are called motor tics, and vocalizations, vocal or phonic tics. Some examples of motor tics could be someone blinking more than normal, neck stretching, or shoulder shrugging, while some other vocal tics Examples could be someone clearing their throat, sniffing or grinding over and over again. Some other symptoms could be arm or head jerking, making a face, mouth switching, barking or yelping, coughing, shouting, repeating someone else's words, which is called echolalia, which is also a Greek word. And if you want to know how it's pronounced in Greek, is echolalia and swearing or coprolalia, which is also a Greek word. And it sounds like coprolalia in Greek, and both of which are really, really rare. Now that I educated you in the Greek language, we can continue with the Tourette syndrome. <laughs> These symptoms are caused by the nervous system and they're linked to different parts of the brain, including basal ganglia, an area of the brain that is involved in the process of controlling body movements. Tourette syndrome may pass from generation to generation, as I mentioned before, so if your example have the syndrome, you might pass it on to your children. And that's okay. Based on the CDC research, one to every 162 children have the syndrome, while 200,000 to 330,000 are affected. It is worth mentioning that Red syndrome occurs mostly during childhood, and the symptoms go away by themselves through treatment or because of just growing up. Or there are some cases that the symptoms might get worse. And uh, the syndrome can sometimes be hard to diagnose because Tourette's uh, often goes along with other behavioral disorders such as ADHD. Now you can help someone who has Tourette syndrome, like directly help them, but you can support them with your love. And by supporting them with your love means uh, trying to ignore the person's tics and not comment on it. And it would be also okay to mention to someone that you see regularly that you have Tourette syndrome or the same goes for your children if you see someone constantly and they're worried like other parents would be like, hey, my child has stress syndrome, so please don't comment on that if that's a, that's okay. Just respect it. And uh, yeah, try to be as respectful as possible. 
Yeah, definitely. So actually, speaking of respect, when I worked in one of my previous jobs, Mm -hmm. we had somebody work with us who had Tourette's. Um, He was struggling a little bit because he felt like everyone was taking the mic and laughing behind his back. Whereas I don't think people actually understood what was going on. He didn't address it, which is completely fine. You do not need to. And then everyone else was being really naive and was like, oh, why, why is he making these noises sometimes? Like, why is he doing this? So as a supervisor, I just went up to him and asked if everything was okay, just to make sure he was fine. And he was like, no, actually, I have Tourette's and I feel like everyone is um, trying to upset me. So I spoke to a lot of my colleagues and actually really did improve his work life there because he felt more included and he felt that despite having Tourette's, like it didn't matter, the having Tourette's just added to his character, it didn't take anything away. And I think it's really important to remember that everyone is different, everybody takes things differently, but just to respect how uh, people's wishes and how they want to be treated is so important. Of course, of course, that is so nice and really nice of you, Carly, to reach out and discuss it with your colleague. Really nice. And to close the section with this beautiful story and also some other ways to help yourself in case you are you have Tourette syndrome, is it, I know it's really, really difficult to do it on a day-to-day basis, but if you're able to avoid stress, stress as much as possible, it would be beneficial. Try to get as much sleep as possible so you can have a rested brain and also don't tire yourself out. Again, I am aware that these are not normal circumstances that we're living in and generally our daily lives are really stressful by nature. I completely agree. And I think with the stress as well, I feel that stress is just as important to minimize in both of the conditions we've described today. Yeah. And actually, generally in life, try to avoid stress as much as possible it's difficult but there are ways to so help ourselves yeah also in order to help again you can talk with a medical professional for medication seek psychological help or counseling in order to learn how to control and deal with your tics don't be afraid to reach out for help there's no shame in that and it is what is going to make you stronger and feel better It is important to educate yourself about your condition and be okay with who you are. And that is one of the reasons why we are doing this podcast, right? We want people to understand what could be going on with them, could be going on with people that they know, and just to love themselves. Exactly. Nobody, nobody has absolutely nothing going on in their lives or their family's lives. Actually, next week we're talking about depression, which is close to both of us. And I feel it's so important to realise that oh, actually, these things are happening. There there are people with these things. Um, but it's okay. Like, it really, really is okay. So if you have Tourette's, epilepsy, anything we've spoken about at the moment in our chain of talks with you, please reach out and tell us. Please reach out and say something that we can say differently in our podcast to help you or that you think is beneficial for us to talk about because it's so important for us to reach out to you as well as it is to educate ourselves. Of course. And share your thoughts and feelings your stories and thing we're here to listen to you and we're here for you don't forget that that's why we we are here all along and if there's something that you want us to change or anything that you want us to like carla mentioned maybe say differently or maybe do a podcast about comment on our youtube channel on our website on our instagram twitter facebook anywhere reach out don't don't be shy don't be shy 
right? No, you've got this. And yeah, just have a great day. No matter what time you're listening, either have a great day today, have a great day tomorrow. Just please just have a great day and please reach out to us if you need us. Of course. And again, don't forget Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, YouTube, Coffee Mark Podcast. You can find us and reach out. Or even if you want to reach out to us individually, um, Carly Griffiths and Elisetta on Instagram and Facebook or whatever. And you can have a chat with us. Thank you, guys. We'll see you next time. See you next week. Bye.